Hello everybody, welcome to the football cast, it is finally ready, I've done a lot of preparing for this, it's our big episode of today, it is the Premier League and Europe 2021 year in review, so we're going to be having a look at some of the standings in the leagues and the cups, so the Champions League, the Bundesliga, the Premier League, the La Liga, a bit simple to the European roundup, but just of the year, and we're also going to have a look at some of the awards that have been statistically and by the football cast so i hope you guys do enjoy merry christmas and remember to follow the podcast if you do enjoy it to get more updates on football so we start off with the european and worldwide awards so this does go for everyone in the world all footballers worldwide so it's the main award i would say the top scorer of 2021 so this is all stats not a decision obviously Uh, so in third place is Kylian mbappe the youngster the psg star youngster um, and number two is another youngster, the Borussia Dortmund youngster Erling Haaland, and Lewandowski is the first place um, candidate for this because he has scored about 97 goals this year, which is very, very, very outstanding. The top assister of 2021 is tied with Lionel Messi and Neymar Jr. They both have 17 assists and they both do currently play for PSG. So that is the two main awards. Now we move on to a a slightly um, more club-based award. So, so um, so, So I have given this first award, which is the sort of club of the year so who's done the best transfers taking all of that into account who's uh, earned the most money who has won the most trophies um for me it is chelsea football club uh, because they sold um tammy abraham they sold tamori and they sold um and um a lot of their players this summer which generated the money for the big move for Romelu Lukaku which was a very a very very good decision uh, Chelsea did really well again uh, against Man City in the Champions League final they won that Champions League you know that that obviously gave them a lot of money but still they were all building up to that uh, Lukaku transfer I think yeah so so it all really adds up I know they didn't win the Premier League but it looks like they're going very strong this season they have top scorers in lots of competitions uh, Reese James was very on form which we, we, we're going to be talking about him in a second uh, with the team of the season um, so yeah Chelsea Football Club are the club of my choice for this season so it's it's a controversial one yes it could have been Bayern Munich because they do just go to the Bundesliga and take any player that is on good form so yeah it's between Chelsea and Bayern Munich but I would say Chelsea because they did win the Champions League so that is the trophies as a club best um sort of club in the in the European world um and that was also the top assister and the top scorer so now i'm going to move on to my team of the season so it's going to there's going to be a premier league team of the season and there's also going to be sort of the football cost awards which is like the keeper of the year the defender of the year the midfielder of the year and the striker of the year so yeah let's move on to that one So now we move on to the 
Premier League and the uh, World Team of the Season. So the Premier League 11, it works a bit more statistically, so it's not too biased um, out of my views. So um, we're going to get straight into it. Uh, for my goalkeeper, I've gone with Edward Mendy. He's been on form all of last season and this campaign. He's He had the most clean sheets last season, tied with Edison Moraes, but Edison just hasn't been on too much form. I know he's done well, but he has had some very, very good defenders in front of him, so that's why I would not count him as the best keeper. So we go into right back, Reese James, again another Chelsea player. He was on great form last season, helped Chelsea, he was a key player in Chelsea's campaign last season. They struggled without him because they do not have a backup right back, so they were sort of stuck with him. So centre backs, I've gone with Van Dyke because he is just so consistent for Liverpool. I know he was injured for a long part of last season, but when he came back and also the first half of this season, he's been very consistent. He's always been defending well. They are missing him now. Uh, they did miss him on the weekend against Tottenham Hotspur. So I think they will definitely want to have him back because he's a world-class player and he definitely is the one of the most consistent players in the Premier League. So this is a, so so my second centre back is slightly controversial. I've gone with Ezri Konza, the um, Aston Villa centre back, because I was having a look through some of the statistics from last season and this season, and he has he he is leading in blocks and uh, clearances um, last season. So last season he made forty seven blocks, so he blocked the ball from going into the back of the net or going to the keeper. 47 last season and 15 so far this season and also last season he made about 10 clearances um so that is that's not it doesn't sound like too much but it is a, it has to be a successful clearance so it has to go to another Aston Villa player and he has got a very very consistent sort of record with Aston Villa he starts almost every single game so then our left back is undoubtedly um, Cancelo. I don't think you would choose anyone else at left back at the moment. He's just been so good. Um, if you do want to see some of his play, remember the Footballcast website, which is in the description on Spotify and Anchor. Um, if you do want to go and have a look at some of his gameplay, there are free highlights on the website. So he is—he's been so good on form. He's playing balls over the top. He's using his left, his right foot even at left back. He's adapted under Pep Guardiola. He's been really, really impressive in front of goal, scoring lots of goals in the past few weeks, getting lots of assists. He's feeding the ball to Mares, who is also in very good form, and he is also feeding the ball toward. Kevin De Bruyne as we saw in the Newcastle game so if you do want to see that game remember highlights on the football cast website which is in the description now we move into the midfielders um, so there are four midfielders uh, we have Bruno Fernandes who had the third most goals last season um, and the second most assists this season so last season he got 18 goals to his name and this uh, and last season he got uh, just about uh, yeah 12 assists so he was the second assist and the third most goals last season um, and then another another player who is a very very consistent midfielder again for Manchester City Rodri um, he has had 1320 passes already this season which is a very good amount um, sometimes uh, some smaller clubs only play that many passes in a game. So it's really impressive from him. 
Uh, well, not not a game, maybe two or three games. But yeah, very impressive from Rodri. He's consistent. As I say, it's very important to be consistent. If the the players aren't consistent, what's the point? What's the point in having them? If they're gonna turn up one day and not turn up the other day, then well, are you gonna play them? Because if it's an important match, and they don't turn up on that day, that's gonna cost you the game, isn't it? Um, another one was a Tottenham Hotspur player actually, Hoybier, uh, Pierre Emile Hoybier, a very very smart signing from uh, Southampton, only about fifteen million pounds. But last season, um, he did he had the most tack he had the third most tackles with 98 and he also played the most minutes out of anyone 3420 so that is um the maximum amount of numbers so 90 minutes every single premier league game which is very impressive for a midfielder so that's what uh, really gave him the edge over lots of other midfielders and then of course kevin de bruyne he was sidelined for a lot of this season and last, but last season he did get the most through balls, so he was setting up chances everywhere, all over the pitch. He's a great midfielder. He, he is a box-to-box midfielder. He can defend as well. He can also attack. That's why he is one of the star players in this team. And then the two forwards, obviously, no doubt about it, Mohamed Salah. Overall, in the Premier League, he has got, in 2021, 37 goals, which is very impressive. Um, a lot of people don't even reach that in a whole season um, with um, European competitions, domestic competitions. So that's why it's very impressive, that's that. And also, alongside him in the team would be Harry Kane, because now he has a piece been on poor form. I I do understand that this season he's been very bad, wanting to get out to Manchester City, he's distracted. But the last season, he was had a very, very impressive season. He was top of three of the main stats. 23 goals, one ahead of Mohamed Salah. Uh, 14 goals, two ahead of Bruno Fernandes and 137 shots and Bruno Fernandes was behind him by about 11 so that's very impressive top of three charts that's what I think really gives him the edge so now I'm going to move on to the European awards so the way these team of the season awards are going to work is that I have an 11 made uh, based on the Ballon d'Or rankings roughly um, so I've sort of picked the highest ranked centre-backs, midfielders and strikers. It's a 3-4-3 three, three formation, so three defenders, four midfielders and three attackers. And uh, in the team, I will go through um, and why I've picked them. And I will, and then at the end, I will sort of rate them and sort of give a keeper of the year, defender of the year, midfielder of the year and striker of the year and so forth. So for the goalkeeper, I think... He's been outstanding all season. He got his dream move to Paris uh, this summer for free, actually, um, from AC Milan. It was um, Donnarumma, Gianluigi Donnarumma. Is um, he did? He was vital. Um, I, I'm going to put it that way for Italy in this summer uh, when they won the Euro Euros 2020. Very, very, very good in goal. He just kept so many clean sheets. That's what really impressed me. And yeah, he led the team effectively to the uh, title, which I think uh, they all really did deserve, even as an England fan, even though we got a bit ripped off. Uh, for the centre-backs, um, Diaz, KR and Kalini. So 
Chiellini. So these are based off Ballon d'Or rankings. So Diaz was very high on the list, about in the 20s. Same with Chiar and Chiellini was in the top 10. So that's why he um, was... And also remember Chiellini again captaining the Italy side. So there is a sort of an Italy theme in this sort of team. Uh, midfielders... Um, Kante, Mohamed Salah, Jorginho, Kevin De Bruyne and Pedri. I think Salah is sort of self-explanatory, as we said, 70, 37 goals in the 2021 Premier League is just crazy. Um, and Golo Kante is just such a high work rate that I think one of the best work rates in the Premier League for a long, long time. Uh, Pedri, um, last season he played, last season he played no games, this season... No, sorry. The beast season before last, he played no games. Last season, he played every single game, uh, every single minute, just like Pierre-Emil Hoybier. So that's why, and he's been so consistent throughout it. He really did help Barcelona. Uh, so that's why their homegrown talent is going to be in this side. And he also did um, pick up the Young Player of the Year uh, awarded in the Ballon d'Or ceremony. So, and then, and then in the midfield, as I said, Kevin De Bruyne, very, very good player. He's a box-to-box midfielder, maybe more attacking. There's nothing you can go wrong with Kevin De Bruyne. He's just such a powerful player on the ball. Whether he has the ball, whether he's trying to draw some space in the midfield, he's just really, really good um, uh, with his spatial awareness. And also the last player, Jorginho, again, Italy. Um, He was very good. He scored the winning penalty. Um, in the semi-final, he did miss his penalty in the final. Uh, well, the reason that Jorginho sort of lost form, he, he, he's played very badly for Chelsea, I'm not going to lie. Obviously, he because he won the Euros and the Champions League, he gets this recognition. I, I'm just basing this off the Ballon d'Or rankings. So, he's sort of one of the players that really could improve um, for their club. But obviously, he's done trophies, um, two trophies very good trophies so that's why he's in the team um and then we move on to the strikers uh Lewandowski Ronaldo and Benzema so now yes this is controversial it was a very tough de- decision for me but I thought decided to go Benzema over Lionel Messi because Benzema has re- made a real um, come back to football he got he's allowed back into the France squad the manager in him resolved issues um he got back into the France squad I think it was off it was just before the Euros so he had a great Euros him and Paul Pogba very good Euros um so I think uh, that's why he's very you know been very influential this year obviously Real Madrid on an excellent run of form maybe Vinicius Junior if he had performed a bit more last season he'd definitely be in this side so that's why I picked uh, Benzema Cristiano Ronaldo he's he just but you see the impact he makes for Manchester United uh, his first game against Newcastle it was a 4-1 win yeah it was their second biggest win of the season because he scored three of the goals so I'm not surprised that Cristiano Ronaldo is in this team yeah he he was in on uh, fourth place for uh, fifth place, sorry, for this uh, list. So that's why he is featuring in this side. And obviously Lewandowski, I think, was the clear winner of this Ballon d'Or. But the reason Messi has won it is because he's carried all of his teams to the trophy. Uh, because you remember he carried um, Argentina to the Copa uh, American uh, South America trophy, um, the international one. 
Um, he also carried Barcelona to the Copa del Rey. They didn't win the title, um, but he just genuinely carries the teams that he goes to. At PSG, he's been appalling. That's why I haven't chosen. Um, so that's sort of uh, why I haven't chosen him. So now I'm going to move on to the sort of uh, awards that I have um, created for this year. So the team of the season awards. So basically, um, the way I've done it is I've gone into my lineup and I have selected a defender, a midfielder, an attacker, and obviously the goalkeeper is only Donnarumma, so he has won the goalkeeper of the year in my eyes. He has been very, very good, as I said, in the Euros, very influential for PSG, uh, despite PSG having a a poor run of form. Uh, Ramos obviously getting sent off the other night. Um, so, So that's why Donnarumma is the keeper of the year, and he is also the only keeper in this team. The defender of the year, yeah, I think it follows the Italian theme, uh, Chiellini, captained his side maybe in his last Euros to the trophy I think um, Italy deserved it they were definitely by far the best team in this tournament England yes they were good but they did have a slightly easier run of games you know Denmark in the semis that's why it was slightly easier for them Um, but yeah I think Italy took it the hard way they beat Spain Um, yeah so that's why Chiellini is my defender of the year midfielder of the year I'm going to go with Mohamed Salah, without doubt. Um, he's been very on form this season and last. Uh, it's it's a shame that Egypt don't qualify for the World Cups because he would really dominate um, in those World Cups and he needs to be sort of playing at a higher level. So that's why it is a shame he is not a um, international sort of player. The same with Robert Lewandowski, but that is why Robert Lewandowski is my striker of the year definitely scored 97 goals in the year like what else can beat that I think that is um, some amazing stats that is Ballon d'Or worthy so those are my um, sort of awards of the year for from the football cast so um, that is the uh, 2021 review so I am really thankful for all of you that have listened it's a new podcast uh, we're still getting up and running um we have had some a, a decent amount of listeners in the past few days or so. So thank you everyone who listens and uh, pays attention. Remember, if you have not done it, I need your um, January transfer predictions because I want to get involved with what you guys think. So remember, if you do um, have any predictions, uh, they are in the uh, put them in the Survey Planet link in the description. Um, it does not take a direct link, so you might have to copy and paste the link into your browser. So just make sure that there um that is sort of um uh, so you don't think it's lagging also free highlights on the footballcast website also in the description and sign up for uh, more news reports as well thank you very much everyone for listening have a merry christmas and a happy holiday i and i hope to see you before the new year thank you very much for listening